0: This Week in High School Sports has the start of spring sports on the horizon, and MHSAA champions are crowned in both boys and girls skiing. Hello, I'm John Ross. Welcome to This Week in High School Sports. The first winter championships are in the books as boys and girls skiing held their finals Monday, February 22nd in Harbor Springs. In Division One, the Traverse City West boys brought home their first MHSAA Finals Championship, finishing in front of Rochester Adams and Bloomfield Hills. West was runner-up in 2019, and it's the first time since 2013 that someone other than Marquette has claimed the title. West's Aiden Lewandowski also won the giant slalom as an individual, with Bloomfield Hills' Hunter Halstead capturing the individual title in the slalom. On the girls' side, Traverse City Central won for the first time since 2013. The Trojans have been runners-up nine times since 2008. They narrowly edged out second place Marquette for the championship, Central's coach Amy Kuderi has now won titles as both a skier and coach. Holly Grislak for Forest Hills Northern and Eastern won the Giants slalom individual title, and Sarah Gugamus of Okamus was the fastest in the slalom. In Division II, the girls' squad at Pontiac Notre Dame Prep has now won back-to-back-to-back championships. The Fighting Irish easily outpaced 2nd place East Grand Rapids and 3rd place Cadillac at Boyne Highlands. Notre Dame's Sydney Schulte was Division II's best in the slalom and fourth best in giant slalom. Knowles, Kaylee Byrne finished first in the giant slalom. And on the boys' side, Pitoski is once again on top. The Northmen have now won back-to-back championships and 10 of the last 11. Individually, Jack Lintall of Notre Dame Prep won the giant slalom event, and Reed Heathman of Houghton won the slalom. For more on the ski finals, check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Sophomore Mason Zarnecki and senior Tyler Lawrence, both from Flint Powers. The hockey duo each scored twice in the Chargers 5-0 win over two-time defending Saginaw Valley League champions heritage. Powers is unbeaten on the ice through six games this season. Senior Carly McCrum from Bay City, John Glenn. McCrum won over 1,000 points scored in her basketball career during John Glenn's 41-32 win over Alma. McCrum becomes the sixth player in program history to top 1,000 points. And she soon will be joined by teammate Abby Tarrant, who was just 16 points shy of 1,000 after the Alma game. And to New Lothrop's Brooke Wenzelik, who also topped 1,000 points for her career. The senior scored 25 and added 5 assists and 8 steals in New Lothrop's 52-47 loss to Linden, but the 25 points was just what she needed to hit 1,000 points. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis.
2: Let's test your knowledge of high school basketball rules with this you make the call. An offensive player stops dribbling on the inline immediately behind the backboard. Double-team, the player throws the ball into the air. The ball travels over the backboard where a teammate flies down the lane to grab it and scores on a thunderous tomahawk jam. You make the call. Is this legal? The sides, the bottom, and the top of the backboard are always in play. Anything supporting the backboard, like the brackets and wires, are always out of bounds. The ball can even travel behind the backboard at any time, even between wires and brackets, and still be in play if it doesn't touch anything. But the ball may never pass over the top of a rectangular backboard in either direction. This is a violation, and the ball is turned over to the other team.
0: Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Just go to the MHSAA website now to register. The start of the 2020-21 spring sports season is set to start now March 22nd, just one week later than normal. Spring practices can start on Monday, March 22nd, and spring competition on Friday, March 26th, to accommodate a later end to the winter sports season. All spring sports tournament dates remain as originally scheduled, with the MHSAA Finals in baseball, softball, and girls soccer concluding the 2020-2021 postseason on June 19th. As always, check out mhsaa.com for updated tournament information. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week.
1: The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Shoot! Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
3: And Brady Beaton joins us uh, as well for uh, this morning's game, and I'll mess that up uh, 10 to 20 times today.
4: Oh, I know. When was the last time you did a 10 a.m. broadcast?
3: Uh, I, I know I have done them, but it's probably been a few years. Uh, Marysville and Anchor Bay is our hockey game today. They played once this year. Anchor Bay won the game 4-1, to one, but at that point the Tigers had played a few games and the Vikings hadn't done anything on the ice for 12 days. It was their first game of the season, but now They've been playing a lot, and they've been getting better and better each game. They've gone five without a
4: loss, and they've won four straight. When you talk about that game against Anchor Bay, not only was it 12 days since they had been on the ice, it had been about 12 months since the Viking hockey team had played a game. Anchor Bay, it was their fifth game of the season, so I'm uh, going to kind of just throw that result out of the uh, equation because, I mean, you know, Dennis, two, almost two weeks not on the ice, that's really tough to get up and play a game. Anchor Bay sitting at 3-3 three, three and 1. They've had a kind of an up and down season. I know you said Marysville. They've kind of gotten on a roll. Since starting, I mean, they've kind of been back and forth. Win one, lost one for Anchor Bay. They haven't won in a couple games. Their last one was actually that Marysville game. So, not a bunch of games for the Tars recently. Not a high-scoring team either. Uh, they were shut
3: out in their last game, 2 nothing by Romeo. They played a 0-0 tie How often earlier do you that? this year. You don't see that a lot, uh, especially in high school uh, hockey. So, they'll try to keep it low-scoring. The, the Vikings... They've got some uh, some offense uh, here and some guys that have really stood out in the games that I've seen so far, and I've seen them twice. Uh, keep an eye on Braden Turner. Uh, Lavallee, of course, is a kid that scored 17 goals for them last year uh, and came into this season kind of as the, the number one gun now that Miller isn't here. and I think Miller scored 40 goals last year for the Vikings his senior year. He was, he was just absolutely crazy out there. But uh, those two guys, Aiden Minesburg is a a little guy that plays big minutes for them. Uh, This is, I I think, a, a solid hockey team, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and I hope I'm not jinxing the kid, but Tyler McKinney, to me, is the best goalie in the Blue Water area as far as
4: high school hockey is concerned. Well, yeah, you mentioned him in a game against Anchor Bay. They don't score a lot. They don't give up a lot of goals either. You look at their score totals, even when they win three against Dakota in overtime, two against the, the, the rematch against Dakota, three against Romeo. The most they put up was four against Marysville, and that's a rusty Marysville team. This might, you know, in high school hockey, you used to a little more high-scoring games. Every goal is going to mean a little more in this one.
3: All right, so it's uh, Marysville who played yesterday and beat uh, Thumb Legion 5-3. to three. That was a rematch game. Uh, I saw the first game with Thumb Legion, a 2-2 tie in overtime. What a fun hockey game. Yeah that was those are two evenly matched teams at the time obviously
4: a couple weeks later and Marysville uh, just keeps improving yeah Marysville's getting better better. they had to go up to Sandusky and play in a barn Literal. And
3: Legion, I I know they haven't been playing great opponents, but they've been smoking teams recently. They are a very
4: respectable hockey team.
3: Absolutely. All right, we've got uh, Marysville and Anchor Bay. Uh, We're just a few minutes away from getting this one started at McMoran Arena, so uh, they'll do the uh, national anthem and they'll uh, introduce the starting lineups for this morning's uh, game. And we'll be back uh, with the puck drop to get things going in just a moment.
6: 800- 250-7520
3: For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large
4: enough to serve you. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in
1: days with TP Logos. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is getstuckonsports.com. Shoot. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
3: Welcome back, Dennis Stuckey joined by Brady Beaton today. I made Brady get out of bed early and uh, come work a little bit with this hockey game because uh, well, that's the way I am, and I'm going to go to Crosslex later this afternoon anyway. Finally so. get
4: to see the Pioneers on the hardwood.
3: Kind of excited about that. They're going to play uh, Carlton in a boys' basketball game. Get that one started around 3.30 today, so do a little hockey this morning, and I figure I'll uh, take uh,
4: Katie out to lunch and then head up to Crosswell do basketball. Sounds good. I mean, hey, we thought we had a Saturday off. We were wrong because I think next Saturday we have, what, two hockey games then and a boys basketball game? Because why not? Yeah. It's what, what we're here for. Seriously, what were you going to do today except fix stuff around your house? Yeah, basically. Well, fix, put stuff in, but that's a story for
3: another time. <laughs> You're always going to be fixing and putting stuff in. Yeah, that's, I know. Uh, that's just going to be your life from here on out.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I just will. Want you you know, to know, that. know what's overly complicated? Putting in a towel rack. Have you ever done to do that?
3: Uh, no, I let Katie do the towel racks because I would do it wrong. And I would. I mean, in her defense, yeah, I would do it wrong. <laughs> 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 All right, we're ready to go. Justin uh, Reckingham back along the uh, defense for uh, the TARS along with uh, Jonathan Coyne. And they've got Antico uh, Bachua. That's a fun one. And Mary Hugh up front and their goaltender is Pullen. McKenney is in goal for Marysville. Here's Lavalley with the puck up over the line, stripped away from him. Scooped to center by Reckingham, and fired right back in by Bowerson and then taken away and moved back to center ice. Reckingham with a cross ice dump back into the Marysville zone. Moeller along the boards had some problems with it, but now Turner will give it a try. Gave it away in back of the net, but then Bowerson gets it back, or Barno, that is, for Marysville. He'll sweep it ahead and out to center, they come two on one. Here's Turner up the right side into the right circle. Dishes in front and a great chance for Moeller and he swats it wide of the goal. Oh, what a great opportunity. Right point, Berno with a shot and the save made by Pullen and he'll hold on to that one and the Vikings get the first scoring chance after spending a few seconds in their own zone.
4: Yeah, you see that scoring chance. You like to at least put it on net. A uh, good opportunity there for the uh, for the Tars, or excuse me, for the Vikings, but. Tars lucked out, didn't really um, have to worry about uh, making the save, went really wide of the net.
3: Welcome back, yeah just stick it back up there and it'll work. <laughs> Internet going in and out on us this morning right now but that happened to me the first time I was here and I moved it over there Brady and it worked just fine. And then the next day I was here and I put it next to the computer and it worked fine there. So <laughs> It's finicky. No score in this one. We're early on. Remember, in high school hockey, we play 17-minute stop time periods. There is an eight-goal mercy rule, but you must complete two periods of hockey, so you couldn't have running time, but only in the second period. Up over the line, this is uh, Donaldson. First time I've seen him play, he was out for a while with an injury and returned last night with a goal and an assist for the Vikings. Turns it over, and squeezing up over the line is Hearn the other way for Anchor Bay, threw it across the front of the net. He'll come back to the blue line. Long shot there, slapped wide by Spina. Held in at the point, though, by Brada. And uh, Brada's pass is blocked. Again, it's dumped down deep into the Vikings zone. Dove in behind the goal is checked by Brada. Brada threw one right out into the slot. And here's an opportunity and a save made there as Spina walked right in on goal. And McKinney with his first big stop of the night. And we get uh, some pushing and shoving. Minesburg isn't very big, but uh, he was pushing a bigger player away from the net there.
4: That was Braden Steele. McKinney with a great save there. I couldn't tell what, who the defenseman was. Tried to just get his layout and on the line change for Anchor Bay. Tars only had one guy in the zone, but puck went right to him in the slot. He had a great opportunity, great save by McKinney. Like you said, maybe one of the best goalies, if not the best goalie in the area. Face-off one by Steele.
3: Puck down in the right-wing corner in the Vikings zone. Played in behind the goal by Cruz. Now in the left circle, Tummins had it and lost it and a quick shot is kicked away by McKinney. Spina fires, that hit escape. Comes back now into the slot area. Forrester whacking at it, came back to Spina at the right point through traffic and McKinney another pad save. That one looked easy, but that was tougher than you think. Spina will try again from the right point. Firing and that one hit a Viking out in front. Aiden uh,
4: Foster and uh, deflects all the way back out to center. And the Tars have to get back after it. Ever ever since that first scoring chance, Tars have been controlling the puck. Been in the Vikings zone for what now? A couple minutes straight. Yeah, here's Brada around the net looking for somebody in front. That got away
3: from him. Coates, who's been on a little bit of a hot streak for the Vikings. he scored uh, in several straight games. Now a near turnover. But uh, unable to get to it was Myers. Connor and Cullen Myers out there at the same time. As always, coaches love to do this to me. (laughs) Barno at the left point with a shot. That's blocked. Comes back out to center ice. Hunter Glenn will dump it back in for the Vikings. And back in behind his own goal is Peyton Arnold. Arnold will sweep it ahead. Out to center they come. Jacob Harm played it up over the line now for Antico. He's stopped in the left circle, and it'll be punched back out to center. Where waiting on it is DeSmet to shoot it back in. Barno will circle in behind his own goal for the Vikings. He'll play it to the line, but it won't come out. Held in at the point by Reckenham. He'll play it in behind the goal. Glenn, after it there for the Vikings, got it ahead. Swiss couldn't work it out of the zone. He'll get a second whack at it, and it hit a leg, and pinball back in behind the net. Barno is there, and then he's wiped out. Boy, that should have been an interference call. Nothing called, and Swiss is down, and he's shaken up. Looked like he hit him up high, too. Yeah, I think that was Jacob Harm that delivered the hit, but he completely ignored the puck and wiped out the Viking player, and I am actually very surprised there wasn't some kind of a penalty called here
4: on this play because – now, as you said, the hit was high. Maybe head contact plus—that's
3: just flat-out interference. Yeah, I mean,
4: I, if I mean, you could have probably thrown elbowing in there too if you wanted to look like he led with that. It could him a dealer's choice, no call. There, he's down on the ice. Yeah, I, I don't know how there isn't someone going to the box right now.
3: Now they are gathered together in a huddle, talking to each other, and uh, one of the officials is going to skate across and uh, talk to uh, the Viking uh, bench there as uh, Coach Evan West
4: is probably wondering what we're wondering, how did somebody's arm not go up there? And I don't know if it was the same player for Anchor Bay, but about 30 seconds into the game, right in front of the Tar's bench, someone threw a big hit there too, and I think that's what Coach West was pointing to, saying he did that about 20 seconds into the game. So I don't think there will be a penalty, even though, I don't know, that one seemed pretty clear-cut to me. Yeah, I immediately thought,
3: okay, here's our first penalty of the game, and then was surprised to see that uh, nobody had an arm up. And they were all around the play. Good news here is they rolled Swiss over from his stomach to his back, and now he's sitting upright. So that's a sign
4: of good things. And now he's going to get up, and he's going to be okay, it looks like. Skating off under his own power. Don't know if his bell was rung or, or what. I mean, you don't really want to speculate on anything like that. But nice to see him skating back to the bench under his own power. But that was, that was definitely... Uh, Something illegal <laughs> happened yeah, just, there. just the fact that the puck was coming to him, but he hadn't played it yet, and he just
3: got smoked before he could. Turner on the face-off here against Hearn. Turner won the draw. Minesburg, a little backhand scoop out to center. Peyton in his own line, or Peyton Arnold, rather, swept it across ice, and Larabelle couldn't handle it, and it uh, skips up uh, into the Viking bench to stop play. Tars are a team I've seen a little bit over the last few years. They come up and play uh, all the time in the Larry Manns uh, tournament. Uh, I recognize about half the roster here. They have about half the team has turned over from last year. And uh, a couple of the guys that played for them last year are out there now, including Hearn and Furtall. And they were pretty good for the Tars last year. Here's Furtall. Trying to roll one in front and that hit a leg and bounced back out to center and then is pushed back into the Viking zone. Meinberg played it around for Dove. Dove had a problem handling it. Turner was back there to break it up, but now Hearn tried to sweep it in front. That hit an errant stick laying on the ice. That was Dove's stick. So actually getting knocked down and losing his stick helped the Vikings. LaValley the other way, right circle with a shot and a blocker save made there by Pullen.
4: Along the boards, Hearn will pick it up. Outside of that opportunity in the first one, through five minutes of play, those have been the only opportunities for the Vikings, and really it seems like it's been all in their own zone besides those two opportunities. Larabelle with a chance at the other end, and he swept it wide.
3: Arnold tried to fake that he couldn't play the puck there. The referee didn't buy it, so they wave off icing. Long lead feed, and uh, Harm unable to work it into the zone. Anchor Bay player dumped at center. That was Furtaw. Arnold back in his own zone, played it around. Look out. Pinball back off to the side of his own net. Played there by Reckingham. He lost it. Van Hootigan played it. Here's a chance for Donaldson, and that one was kicked away. That's a good save by Pullen. Puck comes back out to center. Bowerson sweeps it across now. Foster will shoot it in deep. Pullen out of the net. Knocked it down in behind the goal. That'll give Reckingham a chance to move it, or rather that was Spina. Spina will go to Arnold, and Arnold will play it to the line. Not out. Good job by Foster to hold it in and shoot it back down deep. And Hootigan couldn't get to it for the Vikings, and it'll come back out center ice. Powerson will tap it right back in. will tagging up. They say the play is good. Arnold's got it in behind his own goal for the Tars. He'll try to scoop one through the middle to steal. That'll deflect up over the line. And Moeller canceled out by his man. Puck comes back out to center. It's a little I don't know chaotic it's, right now. Yeah, I
4: don't know if it's the early morning game, but both teams seem to be cranky. A lot of bodies <laughs> being thrown around. A little more than you expect in a high school game. Boy, Foster went face first into the end boards by the
3: Zamboni Gate. They battle along the boards. Turner wiggles free, and Lavallee will get it out center ice. Dumped by Spina right back down into the Viking zone. Bowerson's got it. He'll zip one ahead that Moeller couldn't handle. Arnold in the neutral zone, feeds one ahead. That went under Steele's stick. Foster retreats in behind his own goal with Steele chasing him. And they'll work it ahead and get it out to center. Now it'll slide back down into the tar zone. Brada hustling back after it. Brendan Brada played it into the corner. Lavallee picked that off. He threw it right out in front of the net. Boy, nonchalant play there, and the Vikings may still get a chance out of this. They've got Lavallee loose in front, but Turner can't get the puck through to him. Cruz will just softly lift it out to safety. Glenn right back on the attack for Marysville. Over the line, right circle, and his shot will be blocked by Brada up and over the glass and up in the area, normally occupied
4: by the East Upper Rowdies, but that section of the building is closed these days because of COVID. You know, Marysville finally started to get a little time on attack. They've had a couple one-off opportunities. Now they're finally starting to cycle through the tar zone for the first time tonight. Well, this morning, I guess. See, I messed that up before you did. Good.
3: Now you can't laugh at me when I do do it, and I will. Coates tried to get it loose right circle, couldn't, and the Tars will get a clear. Brada sent it all the way down on McKinney, and he'll scoop up the uh, rolling puck like a shortstop and hold it for a faceoff. He
4: was tested early in the game, and actually I think he's already made at least two big saves for Marysville. I mean, really, this game could. Would you be surprised if this game was 2-1 to one right now, 2-2? Two to two? Well, I thought the Vikings, yeah, the Vikings should have scored early on that first chance.
3: And we're going to get a glove pass here to stop play. And they're going to bring this out of the Vikings zone all the way back down into the Tar zone. And, yeah, the Tars have had two, I think, really good scoring chances.
4: Spina had the best one. Yeah, right out in front. See, oh, even right there, right before the, uh, <laughs> before the faceoff. Had a little pushing and shoving. It looked like it was Paul for the Vikings. Both he plays physical, Paul Mateer. Both these teams, uh, they, must, they must not like each other too much. <laughs> well, this is the second meeting in a couple of weeks. Hunter got knocked down. There's a big hit. That's, that's who Paul Matier was, was jostling with, Antico. Yeah. In behind the net. Tummins in front. Coats a chance save. Paul Mateer scores on the
3: rebound, and the Vikings take a one to nothing lead.
4: Turnover and back of the net and Marysville made him pay. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's an easy goal for Palmateer in the right position. I mean, that's what you get for working hard, getting in deep. I mean, right there on the rebound, all he had to do was flip it, flip it up and then he had half the net to work with. 8.03, the time of the
3: goal. So almost halfway through this first period and Logan Palmateer gets the opportunity. Coates and Tummins, I believe, will get the assist.
4: Well you nailed that one, once in a while I get it right. I think you've seen enough hockey games to have a knack for this. Eight oh three,
3: 3 the time of the goal by Paul Mateer, and that comes at a time where yeah
4: as, as you say for I'd say six of the eight minutes the Vikings have been on their heels. Yeah they, they've had quality scoring opportunities. I mean if you want to talk about high, high quality chances it's about even but it's just the, the Tars have been cycling it through the uh, Marysville zone. Bowerson to Lavalle up the right side, and he'll play it center ice to Turner.
3: Turner in the neutral zone takes a hit there from Furtaw. Right out in front of the bench area, there's a scramble for the puck, and scramble is a word I think I'm going to use a lot here in this first period. Now it'll come out to center, and it'll be shot down by Forrester. He's just a little guy, but he's flying around there like a little water bug. Comes back onto the blue line. It's DeSmet, left circle, he threw one down low. That'll pinball all the way back out towards the blue line, and Lavalle will clear it. Moeller giving chase, but Harm will get there first, or Hearn, rather. Hearn to center, stick handles up over the line, and then he lost it. Taken away by Bowerson, and he'll shoot it out to center. Myers couldn't knock it down in the neutral zone. Furtall played it back into the Viking zone, but it's played by Marysville, and... Back out to center, it comes. Minesburg, sorry, I had a brain cramp there for a second. I'm like, I know who 14 is, but it was Minesburg. Now back into his own zone, the Vikings will regroup again. Myers played it to center, Devan Van again, and that must have touched somebody on the bench because they've stopped play and we will have a neutral zone faceoff.
4: Yeah, you said you're gonna use the word scramble a lot. These two teams been flying around here in the first period. I was a little worried a 10 a.m. game it might take a period for the for both the, the teams to get the legs underneath them, but they seem to be flying out here early.
3: Certainly the uh, hatred boiled over quickly. I think that hit, too,
4: has a little bit to do with some of the physical play, but even before that. Oh, yeah, there was a hit, like I mentioned, there was a hit uh, basically right after the puck dropped. So anchor-based strategy definitely come out and try to maybe bully around the Vikings a little bit. Paul played it down into the
3: tar zone. It'll come all the way back to the left point. Barno tried to shoot it deep. Picked off there on a uh, good play, though, by Arnold. He'll play it ahead. Larabelle trying to get to it, and then he stumbled and fell in the right circle. Still loose in back of the net. Here's Steele trying to get free. Steele trying to play it out in front. That's blocked all the way back to the blue line. Arnold will move into the right circle and flutter one toward the net. That's gloved by McKinney, and he'll hang on. There was a tar there. Larabelle was in front of the net, but not in front of McKinney. And so that was uh, as... uh, Somebody that you probably don't even know about, Danny Gallivan, was, would
4: say that was picking cherries for McKinney. Well, Larabelle and uh, Foster for Marysville, after Larabelle fell down, they got into a little shoving match, so physicality continues. got to wonder who's going to take Because you know just the way this game's been going, someone is going to get a little too hot-headed and maybe take a dumb penalty.
3: I already thought we had one, but they didn't <laughs> call it. Meinsberg plays it ahead. Paul Mateer, the goal scorer, tied up just inside the tires line. Sap will shoot it around now for Anchor Bay. Steele actually made a nice play on that to tip it to Brada. Brada worked it as far as the Marysville line, but now Minesburg's got it. A little flip to center, broken up, and Cruz will dump it back down into the Marysville zone. Minesburg looking to skate with it this time, and now he'll just toss it back to the Anchor Bay line, and they'll regroup there. Brada to Brada, and they'll shoot it out center ice. Minesburg to Paul Mateer, back to Minesburg, and he couldn't get through. One Brada got in the way. The other Brada tried to skate it out to center, but it's taken aback by Coates. Coates down the left wing corner. Won a big hit there. Laying on him by Nathan Brada. Left circle. Minesburg's shot is blocked. Now an opportunity for the Tars to move it out. Maryhugh played it to the Marysville line, and that was broken up by Minesburg. That looked like he was sliding into second base trying to break that one up. But he, it was effective. It was. He got in the way. If that pass gets through, they've got an odd man rush right to the net. Brada lays it out center ice. Larabelle trying to get it ahead to Hearn. Puck still in the Viking zone. Bowerson
4: will work it ahead now. Lavallee, his pass was behind Moeller. I don't know if you saw it a moment ago. Braden Turner tried to lay a big hit right in front of the penalty box. Just missed, but Marys will try to throw their weight around now.
3: Lavallee into the left circle, and Larabelle cut him off and took the puck away, but didn't get it out. No, he did. It bounced and got over Glenn's stick. Now the other way. Here's Hearn trying to dangle in front. Lost it. Now Furtaw, and a good play. Well, no, there's going to be a penalty. I don't know if they're going to give Hunter Glenn the penalty here. He lifted the stick and actually prevented a great scoring chance, but it's away from the puck. Bowerson
4: going to the box for a trip. So not what you really expected for the First penalty of the game, but with what? 5.15 to go, Anchor Bay will go on the attack. 11.45 will be the time of the penalty.
3: First power play of the game for either side, and the Tars will get it, trailing one to nothing here to the Vikings. And Hoodigan will backhand it all the way back down into the Anchor Bay zone, pulling out of the net. We'll play it around, and the Tars will regroup. Furtaw in front of his own net will leave it for Hearn, and Hearn will skate it through the neutral zone. Hearn up over the line into the left circle, working against Barno, spins back in the left wing corner and takes it along the half boards. Now he'll drop it off and then get it back at the blue line from Larabelle, and a long shot again. Not much traffic in front, and that's an easy glove save for McKinney, and he'll hang on to it. 1.23 on the penalty, 4.38 to go on the first, 1-0 Marysville. Turner out as a penalty killer here with Connor Myers. Vikings win the draw, and they'll shoot it all the way down the ice. Hearn will come back and get it. Hearn in behind his own goal. Plays one ahead to furta on the right side. He'll sweep it across on the left side for Brada. Brada up over the line. Kind of got tangled up with his own guy, but it'll be settled down and controlled here. Steele. Dumps it down into the corner, Larabelle and back. And top, oh, put it out in front. That hit a skate, steals, and
4: went right through the goal crease and just wide out the other side. That was a good job by Hunter Glenn to just battle out in front not give him an opportunity to put it in from about three feet. Right circle, Brada with a drive,
3: and that one was knocked away by McKinney. Larabelle's got it in the corner. Wrestling match going on out in front of the net. Shot from the point by Brada goes wide. And it's picked up by Connor Myers to the We've line. Another- he didn't get it out. Larabelle right in the slot with a chance. Another save by McKinney and
4: now a quick whistle here and more pushing and shoving. Officials need to get kind of this under control before it boils over. Hunter Glenn just got wrestled to the ground and he's coming up gimpy to the to the bench. And a lot of extracurriculars, a
3: lot of jawing and yeah, Glenn actually needs a little help from a teammate to get over to the bench here. We had the big hit and you know what? The the I'll give anchor base some credit here. And Coach uh, Zaccaro, the player that made the big check on uh, Swiss was Harm, and he hasn't had a shift since that hit. So they're trying to maybe defuse that situation by not playing the player and hope that uh, guys will just kind of forget and you can maybe start giving them shifts again in the second period and nobody will go after him. 29 seconds left on this Anchor Bay power play in a hectic first period of action. Look at more wrestling out in front of the net. Reckenham left it for Cruz. He's out near the blue line. He'll try a shot, and again, an easy save right in the midsection for McKinney. The the forward just kind of stands off to the side of the goalie and doesn't really
4: get in front of the guy, and McKinney's not going to usually let those go through. No, it's almost like the forward for Anchor Bay is more worried about jousting with the, the Marysville defender than he is getting in front of the goalie. 13 seconds left on the
3: penalty, 328 to go in the first. 1-0 Marysville on a Palmatier goal. Minesburg played it around, but it'll be held in by Wreckingham. His shot was blocked off into the corner. Cruz, first man to it for Anchor Bay, takes it in behind the goal. Cruz now to the bottom of the left circle, penalty over. Vikings at full strength. Wreckingham at the point was checked by Bowerson, who came out of the box and did a good job. Normally a defenseman, he played right wing there and got the puck out of the zone. Dumped right back down, though, by Forrester into the Vikings zone. Myers to the line, not out. Wreckingham to Cruz in the right wing corner. Battles with Barno and Minesburg, and Minesburg's going to just get it, flip it down the ice, take an icing here, and settle things down. Vikings can get a change because uh, you don't have that uh, rule where you can't change the lineup in high school on an icing
4: call, so they'll get some fresh people out there and regroup. With thought, 2.46 to go. thought that was a really good job by the Marysville penalty kill. Yeah, Anchor Bay had it in the zone most of the time, but, I mean, really no no high-quality opportunities for Anchor Bay. Get uh, Antico here on the face-off against uh, Tummins.
3: Vikings control, Bowers in the line, not out. Spina's shot, though, is blocked by Palmateer. And Palmateer battling, didn't get that puck out of the line. Oh, there's a big hit, though. Nice play by Bowerson. That was a clean hit. He knocked down coin, and the Vikings will get the clear. Bowerson's got it now, and he'll lob it back down into the Anchor Bay zone. Spino will circle out from behind his own goal. There is a delayed offside here. Marysville will tag up. But the tires will clear it to center. Up over the line is harm, so he gets. this is his first shift since the big hit. Let's see if any Vikings go after him. Arm along the boards. Got it back to the line. Antico threw an out in front. Coates is there to push it back out center ice. Arnolds send it back down in behind the Viking goals. Again, we're kind of back to that scrambly, chaotic. Everybody's too busy looking over their shoulder to make a play. We'll get a penalty here to the Tars. Kind of an accidental trip leaving the Marysville zone, but a trip nonetheless. That was pretty obvious and had to be called, and I think it's Antico going to the box with 151 to go here in
4: the first period. Yeah, that one, uh, that's as textbook as it gets for a tripping call. Marysville getting their first chance on the power play. Again, anchor base controlled the game most, or the possession most of this game. Marysville, I guess you could say if you want to use a soccer term, on the counter attack has looked really well. That's why they're up one nothing. but let's see if they can keep it in the tar zone for a little while. Turner wins the draw. Here's Meinsberg left. Circle with a shot, and that one went
3: wide. Lavalle right circle. Played it in behind the net. Moeller will get it there. He'll leave it for Turner and then go back to his spot out in front of the goal. Bowerson at the right point to Turner in the right wing corner. Working against Brada. Left it down low for LaVallee. Noah Lavalley will push it back in behind the net. Turner will track it down there. Steele made a nice play to get it away from Turner, but then he gave it right back to the Vikings. LaValle right circle goes left point. Minesburg top of the circle shot. Pullen with the pad save there. Puck played to the line, and Minesburg couldn't hold it in. It got by him. Back the other way now. Cutting in off the wing. Right out in front of the net was Hearn, and he fanned on it as he went to try to finish the play. He had McKinney beat. He yeah. just couldn't hold on to the puck. Yeah, Turner will start back. One minute left in the period. Vikings on the power plate. Till the end of this period, unless they score a goal. Back in behind the net, Hearn will get to a loose puck for the Tars, and he'll lift it up in the air and all the way down the ice. There's about an eight-second difference between the period and the penalty. Here's Mindsberg skating through center, flipped it up over the line. Now, Donaldson's got it for the Vikings' left circle. Back in behind the goal for Mindsberg. Aiden Minesburg working against Brada. Feeds it back on the right point now. Shot by Bowerson through traffic, and I think Poland got a piece of that. Wraparound try by Gero is knocked away. Vikings still on it, though. Donaldson goes back to Nathan Gero, Bottom of the left circle, 18 seconds left in the period. At the blue line, it's LaValle. He'll try a shot that hit skates, didn't get through. gero has got it left circle. Wanted to go back to the point, nobody home. He actually shot it down the ice and iced that puck for Anchor Bay. Maybe one last rush here. Lavalle will try to wind it up. No, he'll get stopped right at his own line, and the period will run out. There'll be about nine seconds left on a Viking power play when we start the second, but it's one nothing Marysville after a very interesting first period of hockey here at McMoran Arena. We'll get Brady's thoughts when we come back in just a moment. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
7: If your windows stick, (sighs)
3: slip,
7: (gasps) squeak, or leak,
4: Joe Pace and the Porting Arm Prowlers are finally taking the ice at McMoran Arena as they host the Columbus River Dragons for a two-game set. Puck drops at 7.30 both Friday and Saturday night. Get your tickets now by calling the McMoran Box Office at 810-985-6166. Only 250 fans will be allowed in the rink, and tickets are going fast. Check out their website at phprowlers.com for more information. Don't miss a second of Prowlers Hockey.
1: The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Shoots, Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All
3: right, welcome back here. 1-0 Marysville, Logan Palmeteer, the goal scorer from uh, Connor Coates and uh, Stephen Tummins at 8.03 of the first. The shots were 9-8 Anchor Bay. Anchor Bay 0-for-1 on the power play. The Vikings will have nine seconds left on a power play when the second period begins. But uh, one minor penalty call to each side, though it was a very
4: chippy first
3: period of play.
4: Chippy's a good way to describe it. Both teams, I mean, Anchor Bay really came out throwing their weight around. will kind of answered a little bit through, especially after a couple of their guys took questionable hits. So it's been exciting. Anchor Bay's controlled the possession more, but I don't know if they've really, I would say they haven't dominated the game. While they've had the puck more, their opportunities haven't been that great outside of maybe one or two. Well, their best chances
3: came early, and McKinney was equal to the task. Uh, and after Marysville, I thought blew a golden chance early in the game. Paul Mateer made no mistake uh, on the goal that they did to score. So it's one nothing Marysville, and we'll be back with more in just a moment.
5: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender.
3: Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. well, basically he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at thompson-engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667.
6: Thompson Engineering Network and Radio Solutions That Work.
1: The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Shoots, gets Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
3: All right, basketball coming up this afternoon at 3.30 here on Stream 1. Crosslex takes on Carlton. Second period of this hockey game coming up next right after this break. Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
5: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people
6: 800-
1: The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey right,
3: welcome back. Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton I like what's going on here, uh, Brady, because there are two ways the officials could handle this One is they could just get their whistles out and call everything for the first uh, five minutes of this period and slow the game down and and put us with a lot of power plays and stuff. Or two, they can do what they're doing now. They've got the captains over by the penalty box, and they're telling the kids, settle down. That first period, too much went on,
4: and we'll put the clamps on this if you don't start behaving. Yeah, they do have to do that because I think they know they missed a a call or two that they could have used to settle it down. So, yeah, they do, they're they doing the right thing, getting them together, and hopefully it's still physical but not cheap physical. Nine seconds left on a Viking power play to start the period, but they won't be able to do anything with
3: it as it's sent back into their zone. Bowerson has it, and the Tars are back at full strength. Tipped by Moeller back down into the Anchor Bay zone. Arnold sweeps it around the boards, and Tico was bumped. Vikings get to it. Turner tapped it along the boards. Lavalle will play it deep for Moeller. Moeller now in back of the net by the Zamboni Gate. Got knocked down by Arnold. Moeller's a big dude, too. He's hard to push around, but they got him, and Peyton Arnold will flip it out to center, and it actually hit a body and went right back to him, but now it's stripped away, and Moeller will shoot it back down into the Anchor Bay zone, and skating up on it now is DeSmet. He'll work it out, center ice, pass picked off by Giro, but now Fertal gathers it in at his own line for Anchor Bay. He'll try to get some speed up the right side. Fertal up over the line, trying to dangle in front on the backhand, and he shoveled it wide of the goal. Good effort, he just couldn't get it done at the end. And now Donaldson back for the Vikings, avoids a hit. Got it ahead to Van Hudigan but his pass went astray. And so now it's back at the Viking line. Played into the neutral zone by Bowerson and shot right back down in behind the Viking net. Minesburg back after it. He'll take a look. Snaps it ahead. Jarrow had it. Couldn't handle it. Cruz just outside the line. Had to wait for a teammate to get onside. And the Tars go back on the attack. Cruz pushes it into the corner. Had to battle two Viking defenders and finally Marysville gets the puck. But a pass will go astray and down the ice and all the way for icing. And it'll come back down into the Viking zone. And it's just, it's got a
4: weird feel just to it. Like say, everybody's
3: got their head on a swivel right now. Feels
4: like both teams are feeling each other out, waiting to see who tries to throw the first theoretical punch of the second period. I mean, both teams, you're right, head on a swivel, waiting for, it's almost waiting for the other team to screw up. 15-20 to go here in the second. It's one nothing
3: Marysville. They got a goal from Logan Palmateer, eight oh three into the game. And that's been it so far. Coates. Will play it ahead to Paul Mater at center. Good timing there. He'll play it up over the line, but it's broken up and fed right back out by Brada. And every time I say Brada, I want a Johnsonville Brat because, well, <laughs> that's the way my mind works. <laughs> Down and behind the goal. Steele plays it back to Brada at the left point. He'll try a shot through traffic, and McKinney got a piece of that. Steered it away. Steel, bottom of the left circle. Tried to scoop to the line, but that's broken up by Coates. He'll shovel it off the boards
4: and give chase, but that's going to go down for icing. Yeah, no one really taking control of this period. It's, I mean, I know we're only about, what, three and a half minutes in, but two and a half minutes in, my math was a little off there. Yeah, the 17-minute periods get, get you sometimes. Because it's not really a round number. It's, <laughs> it's just... I mean, I know they have limited ice time, but anyway, no team really taking control of this period. Seems like someone's just going to, you know, miss a pass or puck's going to bounce over a stick and you're going to get a breakaway for someone to start to take control. Meinsberg played it ahead. Here's
3: Moeller with a chance up the left side. In with a shot, and Paulin's got it. It's between his pads, and he makes sure not to move and jar that puck loose, and he gets a whistle. And
4: that's the first really good chance by the Vikings in a while. I wanted to ask you this. What do you think of Anchor Bay's new uniforms with, with the Anchor and, like, the S logo on it? I like the logo. I really do. I don't know if I like
3: the color. I, I'm kind of old-fashioned, and the old TARS uniforms, very similar to Port Huron High, which is a, a scheme that I really like. Right, because Marysville kind of has that old-style uniform. Yeah. There's a shot and a pad saved by Paul and rebound. Try Turner pushed it wide. Moeller tried to throw it in front. It's bouncing around there. Turner might get a chance here at the right point. He'll skate it right circle. Dangled away from one player. Sent it back to Foster. He skipped it wide of the goal from the right point. Spina to the loose puck for the Tars, and he'll work it out center ice. Yeah, the the new, and again, I'm going to date myself here, but these Tars jerseys, I don't know if you ever saw the Kansas City Scouts. That was about 20 years before my time. Yeah, that's kind of what they remind me of. Which isn't a bad look. Here's Hearn up over the line. Right circle. He threw one out in front. And uh, a good play there by Foster to tie up his man in front of the goal. Or That was Bernal. No, that was Foster.
4: I had it right the first time. 18, not 19. That was good hustle by LaValle to get there. That puck was just sitting right outside the crease. I don't think anyone in that zone knew it was outside of, outside of LaValle. Chance here. Larabelle up over the line. Dropped it to Hearn with a shot. And a blocker
3: saved there by McKinney. Meyer had it, lost it. Larabelle threw it in front, and Furtaw had it stripped away. Now Donaldson turns back for Marysville. Donaldson up the right side, trying to split the D, and he got crunched. And sweeping it away from the front of the net was Pulling. Connor Myers to Cullen Myers. His pass was blocked, though, and Furtaw got it out center ice. Bowerson sweeps it ahead, and here come the Vikings again. Cullen Myers right circle, a shot, Tosey, oh, rebound yeah. in front, and Donaldson fanned on it off to the side of the net. Bowerson will play it back down low. Spina will just rattle
4: it back out to safety. That would have been a tight angle for Donaldson, but he had an opportunity for a goal. That's a big hit there in the corner.
3: Connor Myers just got rocked on a hit there from Hearn. Donaldson back the other way for Marisol. One-man rusher as they're making changes. He'll shoot it in, and he and Arnold will tie up in back of the net. Scramble for it there, and Tico played it ahead. Nearly gave it away, but now Harm skates out for Anchor Bay. Harm up the right wing side. Took a shot that's blocked by Bowerson. Puck ends up in behind the goal. Hugh trying to get to it for the Tars, tied up by Barno. Five players right along the boards and Donaldson comes out with it and scoops it out to center. Arnold missed harm with the pass and Bowerson will chunk it back down into the Anchor Bay zone. Arnold sweeps one through the neutral zone. Minesburg just off the bench will play it for Marysville. And fire it right back down in the Anchor Bay zone so they got a little game of ping pong going on between the blue lines. Arnold will try a lob shot. That'll be played by Minesburg on the backhand. (laughs) It's turned into tennis right now.
4: Yeah, it's just, I mean, no team can really control it outside of the neutral zone for more than a few seconds. Tummins will scoop it in and go and
3: get it. Tummins for the Vikings. Threw one out in front. Bouncing puck. Palmateer took a swat at it and he missed it. And now back the other way is Cruz. But he was one against three, and the Vikings will win that puck battle. Now Arnold will give it a try for the Tars. Arnold up over the line, and Barno got in the way. Minesburg scooped it off the boards to himself. Cruz reached out. He had the reach on uh, Minesburg there and was able to push it back in behind the Viking goal, and then Barno took out his man. Forrester goes down. There'll be a penalty here to Marysville, and Barno will head to the box, and this call will come at 6.03 of the second, and the Tars will get their second power play of the game. And try to tie this thing up. It's one nothing
4: Marysville. I see why Anchor Bay has such low scoring aims. Uh, they play really well defensively. They're very disciplined back at their end. Forwards get back pretty well. And then when Marysville does have possession for it for more than a couple passes, they just kind of sit in front of the net. And they're almost waiting for Marysville to make the mistake. They're not going to force anything offensively. They're just trying to take advantage of Marysville's mistakes. And it's just it's a choppy game. There's no flow to
3: it, so it's there's not a lot of up and down action, which also limits
4: the number of chances. The chances you're gonna get are gonna come off of mistakes and turnovers. Well it feels like in a boxing match, both both fighters are just throwing little jabs right now. No one's really gone for a big right hook or anything. Power plate tars as Hearn will skate it through center.
3: Hearn to the left circle fires on a glove save by McKenney, and he'll hang on to that one. Calm, that a- cool, collected on that one. Tricky little shot, though, by Tyler Hearn. It looked like you're thinking, oh, okay, he's got speed. He's going to kind of skate it around the net. Right. And all of a sudden, he just snapped one toward the goal. And that sometimes he'll catch you off guard. Steele's got it left circle. Fanned on it, but kept control. They get it to Brada. He'll go center point and then get it back. Here's Brada skating down along the left wing boards. Sends it right point to Hearn. Hearn takes a look, took
4: too much time there, and Lavalley went to a knee and blocks the shot up over the glass. Now let me ask you your opinion on this, Dennis. You've seen a lot of hockey, and we know McKinney's a good goalie. You're, you're a team that doesn't score a lot. You have a power play, an opportunity to get a goal to tie it up. Do you like what the, the pass around, wait for the perfect opportunity, and to get the no-doubter, or do you have more of the just fired on net, volume shooting, something will go in? I think most people like that second thing, but... Uh... Stan Druya, who I thought was the best coach
3: that I ever was around, and here's a chance for Hearn, and that will be blocked and go up out of play. They had some traffic in front that time. Stan was of the mind that you only need one shot. You have two minutes, get the shot that you want, and you'll score on the power play more times than not. And so I don't mind it as much when teams work it around. It bothers me if you pass up a good shot, but Mm -hmm. you work to get the good shot.
4: Not right. the perfect shot, the good shot. Because I think that's what frustrates some fans is when you see a team pass up a good shot in lieu of a perfect shot, and that shot might not come. Well, again, both there's advantages to both. Vertoff the face off with a chance. That was a good shot on the backhand, and McKinney
3: made the save. The other part about it is if you're just going to bomb from the blue line on a guy like McKinney, if you
4: don't have traffic in front of him and it doesn't get tipped or, or he can see it, you're not going to score on him. No, no, you're just actually going to sharpen it. I know goalies that I've talked to have said they prefer to get a lot of shots because then they can get into a rhythm. Donaldson is able to clear the
3: zone. Tires have had uh, a real good chance on this power play earlier by Fertal. Now Hearn right to the net, and he scored! Oh, Hearn made a fancy little move in the left circle and then kind of toe-dragged around uh, the defenseman. That was Dove. And he went right to the net, and he put it over the stick shoulder of McKinney and ties the game with a power play goal. Not your conventional
4: power play goal. That came on the rush, but that was a good rush by Hearn. Yeah, he just, I mean, like you said, nice little move around the defense. Beat McKinney short side, picked a corner. That was a thing of beauty. 7.33, the time of the power play goal by Tyler Hearn. You know, we talk about the perfect shot. You don't expect it to come on a rush like that where you just beat a defender and then pick a corner. But, yeah, great shot there by Hearn. Ties the game at one. About, uh, what, seven and a half minutes into the second period? 7.33. Cooper Furtaw got the only assist on the
3: goal by Hearn. It was a pretty good individual effort. And it ties the game at one with nine minutes to go here in the second period. And back on the attack now is harm behind the goal. But... He won't do any harm this time. Bowerson will take it away. Yeah, you were waiting for me to say that. Yeah, Matt I knew. Th- I was waiting for your, <laughs> your bad pun. Brought up, wow. threw one in front. That puck is still loose in front of the Viking goal. And finally, Moeller will backhand it back down into the tar zone. Won't go far enough for icing. Rolling on edge.
4: Arnold will track it down. Feels uh, like Anchor Bay starting to build a little momentum here. Marys are kind of on their heels right now. Went off Harms' skate right to the net
3: from center ice. And McKinney will cover it and hold on to it. Yeah, that goal has given them a little life, at least on that shift it did. A 1-1 tie with 8.27
4: to go in the second. So we are
3: halfway through this morning's hockey game. It's still morning, right?
4: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's 11.06. <laughs> Not used to doing 10 a.m. high school games.
3: <laughs> Off the faceoff, Hearn, the goal scorer, was
4: tied up by Paul Mateer, the Viking goal scorer. There's a soft shot taken by Coyne that's knocked away. That one almost trickled in. McKinney didn't know where that puck was. It went about two inches to the right of the post. Mary Hugh gave it back on the line. DeSmet with a shot, and that was sticked aside by McKinney.
3: DeSmet will get it again at the left point. Played it down in behind the goal. Dove pushed it into the corner. Minesburg rattles it off the glass and it'll pinball back out to center. Desmet at his own line. Scooped it ahead. Nearly intercepted by Tummins. Now he oh well he waited and let Palmateer take it instead. And Paul Mateer from outside the line dumps it in behind the Anchor Bay goal. Poland hasn't had any action for a little while and it's cleared right back out to center. Blocked by Coyne up over the line is Hearn. Hearn dangles into the left circle again. Fires another shot and this one's blocked by Tummins. At the line, Spina couldn't get to it and Paul Mateer will send it down and take the icing. And uh,
4: right now, the Vikings are the team that's kind of hanging on. Yeah, Tummins did a good job. He had an open lane to the net, got over there at the last second just to get it. looked like a skate on it. Otherwise, McKinney would have had to make a tough save. And that was Hearn, the goal scorer, so you know he can
3: shoot. And uh, and all of a sudden here he's got uh, a little dangle going to his game.
4: Yeah, yeah, Marysville, they need to get something going offensively because they've been in their own zone now for it feels like the past five minutes.
3: Kick back down into the tar zone, delayed offside here, so the Vikings have to tag up before they can try and get a forecheck going here. Here's Furtaw up the left wing side, worked it up over the line. Larabelle got a piece of it. Boy, Furtaw had the glove up in Aiden Foster's face, but Foster comes away with the puck. He'll retreat right now in behind his own goal, play to the line, not out. Brought a right point, shot blocked, and that is off the Viking player. Myers down the ice. They're going to wave off icing here. Brought it back after it. Plays it ahead at center. Furtaw didn't see the pass. Still loose in the neutral zone and now skated over the line. Larabelle left circle. Tried to stick handle through Foster, but Foster stood his ground. Broke up the play. Vikings now trying to get to a loose puck, but too much steam on it, and it'll go down for another icing
4: call against Marysville. No real chemistry, it seems like, this, this period for Marysville. Not a lot of flow. Just doesn't seem to be on the same page offensively. A lot of missed passes. Now, you asked me about Anchor Bay's uniforms, I'm gonna ask you about your alma mater, Marysville. Do you prefer the, the Viking or the Block M? See, I, I don't, because neither of them are very unique. I guess they're both used a lot. I think the Block M looks unique, or it looks clean for these Marysville uniforms with their, in their white with the blue stripe on the arm. I, I don't mind them, they look traditional. Nothing great, but nothing, they're no, nowhere near bad. Do you like the greys? I don't mind the grays. I think gray is a decent color for Marysville. I think they're tough to call. I think they look cool, but it's, it's tough, tough to pick up the names. I like these white ones. These are
3: my favorite Marysville
4: jerseys. The one thing I don't <laughs> like, and I know some old-time Marysville people are going to get mad at me, the like light blue that they had, because I know they had them back on like the football uniforms in the 80s. They're trying to bring that back. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. No. Minesburg at center
3: is a fan of shooting it up over the line right now, but it's taken away. And DeSmet to center. Banked it off the boards to no one in particular and LaValle will take it away. Vikings just can't get anything uh, going. This reminds me of a 1990s New Jersey Devils game where they've got the left wing lock going and nobody can get through the neutral zone. (laughs) That's what it reminds me of. There's nothing going on here. There's no skating to this game. There's no flow. You can't make
4: two passes in a row. It's get the puck and I better dump it down or somebody's Going to take it away from him. And that seems to be Anchor Bay's game plan. I mean, like we said, they don't give up a lot of goals. They also don't score a lot. So it feels like the next goal in this game could, I mean, maybe even be the game winner. Here's a chance. Three Vikings up over the line. Van Hudigan in front. Donaldson.
3: He missed it. And then Jero had a chance, and he shoveled it wide of the goal. They were three on one there, but couldn't finish. Didn't now, seem
4: like they were on the same page.
3: Yeah, now Hearn back up over the line. Couldn't drag it through. Spina, right point, sent it down low. Off the end boards, Harm will pick it up, play it back to Spina at the right point. He didn't make a clean play on it, and then Donaldson pushed it ahead, and here come the Vikings again. Van Hood again, he's got Jarrell going to the net. Pass didn't get through. Good diving stop there. Didn't see who that was for the Tigers. I
4: think it was Harm maybe. Now Hearn the other way. He overskates it right at the Viking blue line. That was Harm for Anchor Base. Sold out to stop that. If not, I think Jarrell's got a chance right in front of the low slot. Barno lost it. Back up over the line. A shot
3: by Spina is blocked by a sprawling Mindsberg, And the
4: battle in the trenches continues. 4.48 to go in the second. We're tied 1-1. You know, seeing a game like this at McMorrin, you know what? It feels like how a goal is going to be scored. Something's going to bounce off that Zamboni door. <laughs> I've, I've already seen like two of them this year. You know it's going to happen <laughs> that a game like this where both teams are playing pretty well defensively, a, a pass is going to go on an angle that physically cannot, and it'll go out in front of the net and someone will score. Fertal got a quick little shot away here
3: off a face-off scramble, and McKinney had to make a save and hang on to it. No chance for either goalie on the goals that have been scored in this game. Here's a shot by Brada that's kicked aside again by McKinney. Now Furtaw right circle tied up by Lavallee. Puck came in front and Dove will get it ahead. Here comes Lavallee for Marysville. Can he get something going as he carries up over the line? Just inside the line, he scoops it to Coates. Marysville shaking up the lines a little bit here. They've got Coates out with Lavallee and Turner. They had been playing Moeller on this line. Turner will drop it back into his own zone. Dove will work it to center and Sapp, who hasn't played a whole lot for Anchor Bay in this one, Getting a shift back on defense. Dumps it back down in the zone. Bowerson will work it ahead. Lavallee overskated it right at his own line. Here's Larabelle on the backhand, and he didn't get much on that. He's going wide, but McKenney's not taking any chances. He's going to glove it and freeze it. With 3.55 to go in the second, we're
4: tied 1-1. These seem like two very evenly matched teams. Again, I'm going to throw out their first matchup because I'm going to say Marysville, after not been on the ice for two weeks, gets a pass. Um... So it's going to be a funky bounce or something that's going to result in the next goal. It's just the way this game's going. Steele at the line, battling a bouncing puck. Actually, I thought that play
3: looked offside, but they say Nathan Brado was good, and he'll shoot it back down in behind the goal. Foster for the Vikings, who's had a good second period. Played it there, and Marysville will get the clear. Bakua chasing back into his own zone. Arnold in behind the net
4: took a hit from Palmateer. I will say this, the hitting has kind of calmed down here in the second. It has, but the effort's been shown in other spots. People lying, flying out for uh, to get in front of passes, get in front of shots. The effort's still there, just not really throwing their weight into each other. Bakua, who hasn't played a whole lot, and I'm kind of happy for that because that's a tough name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Poor kid can't pick his last name. No, Giovanni Bakawa, and I had to go to like three different people before we finally it. found him, and he said, Gino Bakua and I said, thank you, Gino.
4: <laughs> I think another reason why this hitting's calmed down is they know how tight this game is, and no one wants to be the reason why there's a power play that ends up in a, in a tie-breaking goal. Yeah, and it's a power play goal for the Tigers here in the
3: second that tied the game. Van Hoodigan's dump was blocked back to the Viking line. Bowerson. He'll play it ahead. And Doreau tried to chip it in and it went out of play and back onto the ice. Actually, no, it did stay on the bench because I just saw uh, Coach West flip it back to the linesman. 258 to go here in the second. A 1 1 hockey game. Face off right out at center. Donaldson won the draw. Bowerson. Chips it up over the line. Well, there was a big hit for you. Now Donaldson trying to work in the left circle, and Van Hood again was going to one-time it, but... Pass took a minute to get there. Yeah, it just took too long. Here's a chance in front. Van fanned again. Then he got a backhander away and a save made. Bowerson couldn't get to the loose puck. Still bouncing around. Giroux couldn't get to it. Now a chance for Hearn to get a break, but the pass from Steele was blocked. Hearn will get to it in behind the Viking goal. Throw it right out in front, and... Cruz was there, and it slid under his stick. Donaldson now ahead for Giroux. He's back up over the line, right circle, and he couldn't get through. Here's a little bit of flow for you, Dennis. Bumped off by DeSmet. Now, Minesburg threw one in front. Bouncing puck. Chance maybe for Moeller. No, it got away from him, and then it literally bouncing like a ball right now back to the Viking line. Dangerous play by Minesburg, and then he was nearly run into by his own teammate. Turner trying to get possession. Hot potato right now over overskates it right in front of the bench. There's a big hit by Turner. He ran into Desmet. Play continues. Steel in the neutral zone. Oh, and Donaldson lined him up and drilled him. So I think they heard you talking about <laughs> that. They stopped hitting. <laughs> I think so. Oh. Now Moeller, ask and ye shall receive. He'll send it down, this will be icing against the Vikings, but yeah, after going almost 15 minutes without a body check, we had about uh, five in that last
4: shift. Yeah, and you got a little up and down action, scoring opportunities at both ends. Marysville, like you said, about 15 minutes into the second period, gets their first real good scoring opportunity of the period. So maybe, maybe the last 90 seconds here, will get a goal. 133 to go. Vikings scored in the first.
3: Paul Mater at even strength. Tars have scored here in the second. A great individual effort by Tyler Hearn on a power play. And we're one-to-one. Puck went out of play. Faceoff will stay in the Marysville zone as soon as we retrieve a new puck from Eric Parker and the crew over in the penalty box. And that is a crew that really deserves to be in the penalty box, let me tell you. (laughs) You just like taking jabs at everyone. I like taking jabs at Park. He used to battle your father. They were goalies. <laughs> he used to go heads up against the great Roger Bidon. Whatever happened to you? You uh, can't even skate, can I, you? I got the Mullins jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and so you played football in those sports. All right. Brada slips it down in behind the goal. Steele's going to get there first. This might be a chance. Steele. Instead, played it back to the line, and he played it out center ice behind Arnold, who has to retreat and get it to Brada. Under a minute to go on the period. Brada over the line, shooting, and another glove save. That was eye high, but McKinney
4: just caught it like a first baseman. And McKinney's got a lot it. of confidence in that. He makes those saves with a little bit of swagger to him. He, he stands tall. He looks bigger than he is in that net. I just I think he's technically really sound.
3: I mean, it's high school hockey. Once Mm -hmm. in a while, a guy lets in a bad goal. But for the most part,
4: he gives Marysville a chance every game that I've seen them play. And, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it before. Come tournament time, a hot goalie can do you wonders. Yep. Bounced wide of the goal this time. Minesburg and Harm
3: lock each other up. Hearn jabbing at it, and Harm got it to him. Here's. Hearn in behind the goal. Hearn wrapper on try right in the crease. And that is covered up just in front of the goal line by McKinney. And uh, people trying to charge into the crease
4: and, and jab that loose. But McKinney was calm and cool and kept it out. I think he shot that from behind the goal line. Tried to bank it off the back of McKinney's pad and almost successfully did it. It was a tricky little play. Uh, Hearn,
3: like I say, he's got a little dangle to his game. Go in against uh, Connor Myers here on the face-off, off to the left of the Viking goal, Marysville will ice it right off the draw.
4: That was Bowerson. Someone trying to plead that it hit off a skate. Or talk- who's that? Yeah, Minesburg is talking to the was was talking to the official.
3: He's got a smile on his face, so whatever Minesburg said to him, he thought was funny. <laughs> 27 seconds to go on the period. This is a big face-off here. And the Vikings get control. Bowerson fanned the first time, and then he didn't get the puck out on the second try. Minesburg will try. Forrester will chase him around the net. Taken away by Hearn in the right circle. Hearn now back in behind the goal. Dozen seconds left in the period. Bowerson's got it, and he'll play it off. Coates back out center ice in the neutral zone now. Furtaw, five seconds to go on the period. Bowerson stepped up on him. Lavallee will push it back into the tar zone, and that will do it for the second period. Tyler Hearn scored on the power play, and we are tied at one after two, and we've got words between Furtaw and Lavallee, but I think peace is going to be kept here, but uh, the boys are talking right now.
4: Yeah, no, there's uh, no love lost between these two teams. Captains for both sides doing what the captain should do, getting their players out of trouble. The official's having words now with Anchor Bay, but I think the chippiness <laughs> came back after a little bit of a uh, armistice. All right,
3: Anchor Bay outshot. Marysville 16-8 in the second, and they tie the game on the power play. We'll take a break and tell you about it in just a moment. for DuraClean by Bachelor.
5: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender.
1: The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
3: Logan Palmateer scored in the first for Marysville from Connor Coates and Stephen Tummins at 8.03, but 7.33 into the second on a power play. Tyler Hearn tied it for Anchor Bay from Cooper Furtaw on a great individual effort by Hearn. The Vikings are 0 for 1 on the power play. The Tars are 1 for 2 with the man advantage. Shots were 16-8 Anchor Bay in the second, so they've outshot Marysville this uh, morning. Uh, 25 to 16 so far in the game. I think both goalies have been good when uh, called upon. McKinney's been a little bit busier uh, than his counterpart, uh, Pullen. Uh, the Tars have had the puck more, but
4: I still, it's kind of an even game. Yeah, I think Anchor Bay, where they've shined, is on the floor check. They've kept the puck, especially in that second period. They kept it in the zone and kept a lot of pressure on Marysville. Marysville didn't have as many high-quality opportunities like they did in the first. It was, it was quality over quantity in the first, and really there wasn't a lot of either for the Vikings in the second. For Anchor Bay, though, they've done a good job just keeping the pressure on and getting a lot of shots on net, like you said, 25 shots through two periods. And the chipping has returned towards the end of the
3: second, so we'll see what the third period brings us in just a few minutes. Visit Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
8: When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan ameriprise financial services llc member finra and sipc the blue water area's
1: leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Shoot. now let's go live to the rink with dennis stuckey
3: Uh, Boys basketball coming up at 3.30 today on stream one. I'll be in Croswell where the Pioneers will be taking on Carleton and we'll take on the third period of our game this morning between Marysville and Anchor Bay on the ice in just a moment. We're tied at one. The third period's next. 44. DuraClean by Bachelor.
5: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card secure real estate or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender.
3: Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer,
6: Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 250-7520.
1: The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Shoots, the Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
3: All right, third period underway, and the Vikings are moving from right to left and attacking the east end of McMoran Arena. Minesburg shot blocked by Hearn. Comes out center ice. We're in a 1-1 hockey game. Both teams at full strength as we open the third period of play in what has been a chippy Clanky, but fun
4: hockey game. Yes, and both teams seemed uh, pretty excited for the third period. Here's Foster. He'll sweep it up the boards to center. Knocked down
3: in the neutral zone by Wreckingham, and he'll fire it right in on goal. McKinney the save, and Minesburg will sweep it around to Aiden Foster, who I think has had a really good game today for Marysville. He's being pressured behind the net right now, and a centering feed will be broken up. Minesburg lost his stick. Chance for Steele, and he scores! Steele got the loose puck in front. A series of bad breaks for Marysville, and Steele makes some
4: pay. It's 2-1 Tars, 55 seconds into the third. What did I tell you? Something wonky was going to happen for the next goal. Happened with Minesburg, just lost his stick, got pushed away. If he has a stick, he probably gets in the way of that or pokes that puck instead, sitting right out in front, just picked the top corner. Kenny didn't really have a lot of he could do there. No, that was a perfect
3: shot by uh, Steele they give Cruz and uh, Larabelle assists but that was really the the Vikings should have been able to handle that now a lead feed just out of the reach of Donaldson here's Van Hood playing it back to Bowerson right point his shot was blocked didn't get through Forrester didn't clear on the first try but it'll be Arnold who will get it out to center, push back into late offside. That'll give Cruz a chance to play the puck here. But uh, a broken play, and the Tires able to make them pay. And it was a great shot by uh, Steele. It was. Really Same it was. spot, really, that where Hearn put the puck in the second period.
4: Yeah, I mean, you give any goal scorer a chance like that from about what, six feet out in front of the goalie? He, he, he was in target practice at that point. Yeah, Sometimes you have too much time. It's kind of like in basketball where
3: you're too mm. open. Yeah. And, and Steele was too open there, but he made a
4: perfect finish. Right, and now what the Tars can do is they can sit back, they can play their style of game, and just kind of make Marysville have to come to them. And Tico will try a wrist shot from the left circle that McKinney will
3: glove and hang on to. So now the Vikings down for the first time in the hockey game. Still lots of time to go. 14.58 to play here in the third. It's 2-1. Paul in the first gave the Vikings a 1-0 lead until Hearn tied it almost midway into the game. And now an early goal here and a quick shot off the faceoff by Harm and a glove save there by McKinney. juggled it a bit, but he hangs on. Another faceoff to the right of the Viking goalie. Tummins in against Antico. Antico won the draw. Shot from the point by Brata was tipped and went wide of the goal. Harm played it back on the line, and Bakua couldn't hold it in. It comes back out to center. Here's Brada. His pass had to be played back at the Tars line. And Bakua's got it. He'll get to center and
4: then fire it in. Anchor Bay still playing very aggressively offensively, not satisfied with a one-goal lead. They're still taking it to Marysville right now, who needs to find some sort of rhythm when they get the puck. Boy, Coates nearly gave it away, then he gets a second chance, gets it to center.
3: Tummins trying to dig it out of skates, and Tika played it back to the Marysville line. In the neutral zone, Palmateer trying to corral it. And again, it's very scrambly, they're just trying to chop it out of one another's feet, and nobody can really advance the puck. Dove tries, blocked by Harm, held in near the blue line. Brada threw one down low, but Antico wasn't or Antico wasn't looking for the puck, and the Vikings Mainsberg will play it and get it ahead out to center. Palmetier lifts it up over the line, and Bakua got in the way. He'll circle back into his own zone, play it across. Too hot to handle for Brada. And Minesburg will shoot it back in. The Vikings trying to make changes. Off to the side of the net. Moeller got to a loose puck. Couldn't feed it in front, though. Turner was bumped down low. Lavallee's got it along the right-wing wall. He'll send it back down into the goal. It'll slide left-wing corner. who has been out there for a long shift. Got it by his man. Barno tipped it, so no icing. Foster reverses now in his own zone, and he'll try the left-wing side and nudge it out to center. Shot right back in by Larabelle, but he had a player trapped in the zone. That's offside. And you know what, uh, Brady? 13.04
4: to go here in the third period. I think this is the first offside call of the game. You might be right. I don't think, unless it happened early in the first period, it's been a while. Both teams have been playing a fairly clean hockey game. It's been what, three penalties total? Three penalties total. We've had some icing calls, but I think that
3: was the first offside call of the game. Here's Lavalle up ahead for Turner. That one got through and is broken up, and the Tars will send it back down. And behind the play, we're going to have a penalty. Who is this against? The puck was going into the Marysville zone and back at the Anchor Bay blue line.
4: We've got uh, looks like it's Molar be- going to the box. I didn't see what happened back. I was watching the puck.
3: So was I but Moeller has picked up a penalty way behind the play for Marysville.
4: Didn't see too much uh, of a contest from a contest from the Marysville bench. 4.08 the time of the
3: penalty, this is a big power play. The Tars already up two to one, and they're one for two on the man advantage since they'll get their third opportunity of the game. Boy, well, I don't know, I know anything can happen, but a two goal lead in this game, the way it's been played,
4: yeah, that's going to seem, I mean, even a one-goal leaps his lot. Roughing to Moeller. So maybe the first uh, just annoyance <laughs> penalty of the game coming at a bad time for Marysville. Well, the Vikings, a
3: good penalty kill team and dangerous too, shorthanded. They're going to block from Minesburg, played it to center. Brada, though, charges back up of the line. Right circle with a shot. That one is blockered away. Picked up by Larabelle in the corner. Larabelle battling there with Minesburg, who's trying to keep him to the boards. Second
4: tar moves in. That's steal. He's got the go-ahead goal in the hockey game. Oh, Coach West wanted a roughing penalty on Larabelle. He, he was battling with Minesburg, thought he got a little punch in there uh, at the end. Hearn with a uh, giveaway there, and the Vikings will
3: get a clear brought it back at his own line. Player went down right in front of the TARS bench. I don't know if you caught that, uh, Brady, but who is that for Marysville
4: getting up now? I did not. Little contention with the officials. I will say this. They've called it pretty consistently the whole game. For the, the most part, they've let them play.
3: The Viking player went down there, and Spina on the bench reached out with the glove and gave him a little shot to the head. I did I not know if see if you that. caught
4: that. <laughs> no, the I did not. Officials didn't catch it either. I think I'm the only one that saw it. I think they're still chirping at, the, at one of the officials.
3: Still a power play for the Tigers for 40 seconds. They haven't done much with this so far. Hearn will send it in. That was going over the net, but McKenny. Reached up and gloved it, and he'll hold it. And Anchor Bay will get an offensive zone faceoff with 37
4: seconds left on their man advantage. They lead 2-1 one with 11.28 to play here in the third period. has done a good job killing the first 75% of this penalty. Just needed to take it all the way home, and then they can focus on tying this game up. Barna will get it off the faceoff, play it around,
3: and Lavallee will tip it out, and he'll chase after it. Up the right wing side, into the corner. Hearn had the angle, got there first. Played it safely to Brada. Prada will snap it ahead. Larabelle missed the pass. This should be icing, and it will be against Anchor Bay, and that will bring the faceoff down into the tar zone, and now just 19
4: seconds left on the penalty to Moeller. You know, that was a little thing LaValle did, and it won't show up on any stat sheet, but hustling over to the far boards, just getting a stick on it to hop it over the stick of the Anchor Bay player caused it to go all the way down into the tar end. They had to regroup, and then eventually an icing. That's a big job to do on a penalty kill. Now he'll take a face-off here against
3: Larabelle. I know that was Connor Myers who took the draw, and he won it. Bowerson bumped into the official, though, out at center ice, and the Tars will chip it down. Minesburg gets there first, and now we're going to have a penalty call. Oh, I think Bowerson was upset. The official got in his way. He yapped at him, and he's going to get an unsportsmanlike penalty here or a
4: misconduct. He's not happy about that either. I don't know what was said or what happened, but Dennis, I don't know what you think about that penalty, but, I mean, again, we didn't hear anything he said, so he could have said a few magic words. Yeah, if he said the right thing, I get it, but uh,
3: otherwise, if you're the official, you got in his way. Yeah, in a big
4: juncture of the game. Yeah, you can't have rabbit ears in that. They haven't put anything up on the clock, so this might be a 10. Yeah, there's uh, four men still on the ice for for Marysville, so they're just going to put them in. Well, I guess that's basically timeout. But but Bowerson is
3: a key player for the Vikings and he picks up a 10 with 11 minutes to go in the game.
4: Yeah, so that's I mean, a huge loss for yeah, them. Yeah, now that Marysville has officially killed the power play, they still lose one of their better players. And the official was quick to call that. Yeah. Again, that's one that we can't say for certain if that's the right call or not, because if he said the right words, then it is. Yeah, here's Donaldson playing it back to line. Minesburg will take a shot, deflect it off, and pinball back out into the slot. It's
3: still loose. Donaldson had another jab at that, but the Tars are getting in the way of everything. Here's Giroux, right circle, down low for Moeller. Moeller tried to throw one in front. That one was blocked by Arnold. Anchor Bay living life dangerously on this shift, but they will get the clear now. Wreckingham will play it up to Arnold up the left wing side. He'll feather one in front, and that's broken up by Barno. And now it'll be lobbed out in the center by Cullen Myers. Wreckingham in his own zone played it across. There's a big hit. And steamrolling in there was Donaldson. The Vikings will get the puck. Meinsberg over the line. Firing and a pad saved by Pullen. Here's Donaldson with a drive, and Pullen kicked that one away. And suddenly he's busy. Here's Donaldson dropping it back. Barno into the right circle. Shooting, and he sent that one wide of the goal. little life here by Marysville, but now Brada will clear it to center to Cruz. Cruz, a one-man rush up over the line, and he's Malachi crunched to the ice as the puck rolls in on McKinney, and he'll hang on to it. That's a, that's a first I've heard from you, Malachi crunched. He was. Between two guys, and they both got a hip on him. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
4: if you're, if you're going to work with me, um, I'm going to s- give you some o- dated material. Over your years, I'm sure you've picked up a few. Nine and a half minutes to go in the third.
3: Tars lead it two to one. Here's LaValle trying to work up over the line. LaValle right circle in front. Myers was there and he couldn't get the shot away. Now Turner with it. Turner along the left wing board. Send it in deep. Picked off, DeSmet to the line, not out. Barno a shot. That one was blocked away in front of the net. Now Harm has got it. He'll work it ahead, and Forrester will shoot it in behind the Viking goal. But Marysville has had a little bit of life now all of a sudden since the misconduct penalty was called. I think they're a little angry
4: at the world. And that, and I think they got a little energy from killing off that penalty. Foster around his own net. Chips it ahead.
3: And it'll roll back into the tar zone. No icing here. DeSmet left it for Harm. Harm will sweep it ahead to Forrester. Forrester will shoot it back down deep into the Viking zone. Steele giving chase. He's got the go-ahead goal. 55 seconds into this third period. Tars lead it 2-1. to one. There's a hit by Furtaw. But the Vikings come out with the puck. Meinsberg a good rush up the right side cuts to the middle Meinsberg shooting and that hits Spina and deflected off into the corner at the line Tummins holds it in he'll shoot tipped in front and that one bounces off into the corner don't know if that got through to the goal or was blocked by the defense but Spina's got it in back of his own net now for the Tars nowhere to go with it good forecheck by the Vikings but it got by Swiss who I don't think has played a shift since the first period
4: so some fresh legs out there for Marysville and they're coming right now. Well, he was the one that took that hit back in the first period. Probably took him a little bit to catch his bearings. Cleared back to the Marysville
3: line. Minesburg lifts it ahead. Missed Van Hudigan with the pass. Back up over the line. Arnold to the left circle. Poke checked off his stick. There's an errant glove on the ice. I think it's one of the Tars players. It'll come back out to center. Arnold in his own zone. Dangerous pass there, but he got it through to Brada. Brada leads it up over the line to Coyne. Coins dump goes into the corner, Coop, or, or rather Carter Dove went in after it, it's centered out in front, look out! All of a sudden the Tars get a good chance, and that was Hearn, and a save by
4: McKinney is maybe the biggest stop of the game so far, with 7-10 to go in the third. Yeah, will re energize that was their best three minutes of hockey they've played all morning, and it feels like they have to Bay a little bit on the ropes right now. And
3: then all of a sudden, uh, a Tars chance that uh, thank goodness you got McKinney back there because, like I say, Brady, if it goes 3-1 to one, just the way this game has gone,
4: right, I don't see a comeback at that point. Like I said, I think the most goals the Tars have given up has been four. Vikings will wind it out of their own zone.
3: Barno will scoop it ahead to Palmateer. Palmateer up over the line. Drop pass. He'll get it back from Swiss. Left circle Palmatier. It was in his feet, and he just couldn't find it. And now it'll be banged out center ice, and look out. Here's Brada back up over the line with Larabelle. Save made, Larabelle scores on the rebound. And the Tars go up 3-1 with 6.43 to go here in the third period. That's a huge goal,
4: and McKinney made the first save, but Larabelle followed up. And bangs it home. Well, that's a tough goal for Marysville to swallow because they had an opportunity at the other end to get a goal. Like you said, they I think it was a three-on-one or a three-on-two, and they just couldn't find it. I think it was Paul Matier had the puck in between his skates, just couldn't handle it. it resulted in an odd-man rush. McKenny made a good save but couldn't control the rebound well enough. Makes it 3-1, to one and a two-goal lead feels like a five-goal lead right now. And I think Marysville just took a timeout. Yeah. Larabelle got the goal from uh,
3: Nathan Brada, and they gave uh, Tommaso Antico the other assist. And they just like saying Tommaso Antico. ten seventeen, the time of the goal. And the Tars have scored three unanswered and two here in the third to
4: take a 3-1 lead with 6.43 to go. And now Marizzo's going to have to get hyper-aggressive here to, I mean, Two, the one goal they did score was off a errant rebound they I mean they did have anchor Bay on the heels it was just a bad their last two goals really have been a little bit of bad luck for the Vikings well uh, certainly
3: the the goal that made it two to one was th- that was a play that something happened
4: behind the net they lost yeah they lost the
3: lost and then the stick. Minesburg lost the stick in front of the net and that gave Steele a point-blank chance out of nowhere uh, and then there, the, the Vikings were, were pushing it. If Paul Mateer gets that puck on his stick instead of in his feet, it might the be 2-2. Yeah, the Vikings are going to get a scoring chance, and instead it's chipped out from between his feet and an odd man rushed the other way. Uh, and uh, Brada actually made a good play,
4: and Larabelle made an even better play by crashing to the net. Fisher went in the penalty box during the timeout. Looks like he's almost scolding right now.
3: Yeah, he's giving in a lecture but i don't think- i'm not gonna fault the the player here i mean it, it's a two-to-one hockey game at the time and the puck gets by him and he's got a play on it but the official gets in his way and anchor bay could go down and score a goal right and, and you're gonna lose the hockey
4: game and yeah i don't think bowerson if i'm the
3: ref there i'm gonna let
4: bowerson say what he's got to say right. and just move on with it usually in that situation you get one chirpin. And then if he kept going, I understand, unless he said some really magic words. Big hit by Moeller and back of the net, trying to stir something up here for Marysville.
3: But Brada will get it to center. Charging up over the line now is Nathan Brada with a shot saved by McKinney. Sprawled off to the side of the net where the puck is loose and Moeller's just gonna pick it up and ice it. And that was not what Marysville wanted, was to have to see their goaltender make another big save. It was 6-12 to go on the third. They need to figure out a way to get some sustained pressure down in the Anchor
4: Bay zone. Yeah, and it feels like Anchor Bay has all the momentum. It looked, felt like Marysville kind of used uh, a lot of their energy up on that la- a few minutes ago on that rush, couldn't get a goal, and now I think the wind's out of the sails a bit after uh, they made it 3-1. to Stealing back of the net, looking for more for the Tars. He threw one
3: out in front. Bouncing puck right in the goal crease, and it's knocked away by McKinney. They score in a wild scramble. It's banged in off to the side of the net, and it's four to one Tars with six oh one to go. And I think it was the, Cruz gonna who the interference. it in. I think they're discussing it right now. I think they're, they're like me trying to figure out who scored the goal. I think it was Cruz though that finished the play. And it's 4-1 tars. I'm going to write down Anthony Cruz and then they're going to announce somebody else. Uh, but that's all right. 10:59, the time of the goal. 16, there you go. Steele and Mary Hugh got the assists on the goal. Everybody was banging at that one. Braden Steele with a goal and an assist here in what has turned into a big period for the Tars. They have scored three here in the third and the last four ga- goals of this game. Paul Mateer trying to respond for Marysville quickly. Pad saved by Pullen. Minesburg left point
4: shooting through traffic, and Pullen kicked that one away. Yeah, Anchor Bay's defense has just been stifling Marysville all game long. Vikings have not been able to figure it out. Spina
3: played it to the line. Minesburg, a really good job to hold that in the zone. Keep it on side. He got knocked down. Tummins sent one from the point wide of the goal. Coates in the right circle. Tied up. Pushed up the boards by Maryhugh. Didn't get it out. Now Cruz got it to Steele, and Steele will slide it back to the Marysville line. Five minutes to go here in the third. Four to one, Anchor Bay. Barno's lead feed. Tipped by Moeller back into the tar zone. Arnold, though, will play it quickly to center in the neutral zone. It's broken up and played back into the Vikings zone. You know who we haven't seen since very early in the game
4: is Hunter Glenn for Marysville. Yeah, no, haven't seen him. And real quick, look at how Anchor Bay has scored all their goals. Oh, wait, we might have a two-on-one. No, just going to be a long shot. Shot by Moeller, blockered away by Pullen. LaValley tried
3: to keep it alive. At the blue line, good hustle by Turner. Now Turner trying to create something, left circle. Moves in a little closer, tried to stuff it in front, blocked. Turner in behind the goal, still with it. Fed it back to the blue line, but the pass was up in the air. Berno couldn't knock it down. 4.13 to go, and Marysville has pulled the goalie. McKenney to the bench for an extra attacker. Nope, it's a delayed penalty call. That's what we've got going on here. So on the delayed call, the Vikings will attack with six players on the ice. Turner at the blue line, left it for Donaldson. Donaldson moves it across, shot by Minesburg, will be blocked by Furtaw, and he'll touch up, and the call will be made, and Marysville will get a power play chance that they absolutely have to score on they have
4: any chance to come back in the game. And Furtaw is headed to the box with 3.51 to go. What I was going to say earlier is look how Anchor Bay has scored. They pride themselves, it looks like, on their defense, and they just take advantage of little mistakes. Go through their four goals. First one, on the power play, just a great move offensively. Second one, man loses a stick, gets the puck right now in front, they finish the opportunity. Third one, you had... Who was it, Paul Mateer, that had the puck between his skates just get it tipped out. Then they go two-on-one the other way. And then the last goal was a scrambly one that got poked in. But Anchor Bay just takes advantage of the other team's mistakes. They've put two Tars in the box. There's only
3: one penalty up on the board right now. So maybe it's a two it's and a ten. F-
4: yeah, no, it's a five-on-three. Oh, yeah,
3: they, they, they gave the Tars two penalties here. Botchua went into the box, and I believe Furtaw was the other guy that went into the box. And it's going to be a five-on-three for Mary, so they have to score here.
4: Yeah, put it under the list of obvious things announcers say. Huge, huge five-on-three right now. Puck was loose for a second, and the Vikings just couldn't
3: get to it. And Brada will clear it. Furta got tripping. And Bakua got interference. So tripping and interference on the same play, a full two-minute Five on three here for the Vikings. Minesburg left circles, gonna shoot it, save made. Lavalle the chance, He's scored! Lavalle right circle, got the bounce off the goaltender and he fires it home, so there's one for Marysville and they'll stay on the power play.
4: And it's a 4-2 game with 3.13 to go. So a little bit of life breathed into Marizo right now. I want to give a little credit to Moeller there. He was just in front battling. He, I think, was the one that caused that deflection. Lavalle just had to clean it up. That was an easy goal for him. And so this will let one man out of the box. they got to go over and figure out
3: who they're going to let out. 13.47 the time of the goal. They let Furtaw out and Talbacawa well, he's got to stay in there and there's still a minute 22 left on that, and it will be a five against four now for
4: Marysville. But they they
3: had to score on the five on three.
4: And they gave themselves a lot of time on the second power play, still have 80 seconds left to go to, to make it at least a one goal game. Yeah, and if you get one here on this man advantage, there's still time. Right, you can pull the goalie, you can at least cause a little chaos. They gave uh, Moeller and
3: Bernal the assist, but Meinsberg's the guy that shot the puck and then Lavalley scored on the rebound.
4: Yeah, So I'm gonna give Meinsberg his assist. Yeah,
3: and I'm gonna give Moeller
4: one too, cause you're right, he deserves one. Yeah, he worked hard out in front, forced that tip uh, right over to Lavalle. So the Vikings still have 45 seconds on the par play. Meinsberg will carry it up over the
3: line. Back to Lavalley in the slot and his shot was blocked. It didn't get through. Oh, that was gonna be a very good chance and I'm not quite sure what happened there, but that puck never got through to the net. So Anchor Bay's doing, they're just getting in front, and oh, that's going to be a tough tripping call. Penalty coming up here against the Vikings, and that's going to negate the rest of their power play, and it's going to leave them shorthanded for almost the remainder of the game as Minesburg will go, which is 2:15 left
4: in the third period. Minesburg trying to get a little desperate there, reaching out, just trying to knock the puck back towards the Anchor Bay zone, just... Didn't control his stick well enough. Very obvious tripping call, but that's kind of what you have to do when you're down 4-2 two with two minutes left. So for 24 seconds, each team will be
3: short a man, and then it'll be another Tars power play. Just 2.10 to go now here in the hockey game. 4-2 Anchor Bay on top. Here comes Barno up over the line, trying to split two defenders. Couldn't. Dismet. We'll work it ahead. Forrester didn't get it out of the zone. Here's Jerome moving down the slot. Couldn't pull the trigger, though. He'll take it off to the left side of the net, and it'll be centered in front. Barno up attacking a defenseman, but he's up playing like a forward right now. It'll come out center ice. Foster played it back to the Tars line. It is an Anchor Bay power play, but they're going to get called for icing here as they were kind of disorganized out of the four-on-four. The Vikings were actually pressing.
4: Yeah, some of the areas of the defensemen getting back, and I know you're on the, the penalty kill, but there's 90 seconds left. You have to burn the boats right now. You have to sell out. Who cares if you lose 4-2 to two or 5-2? to two? You have to do everything you can to try to force a, just force an opportunity. I'm kind of almost
3: surprised here with the offensive zone faceoff that they're not pulling the goalie. I know it would only even things up, but like you said, 4-2 to two or 5-2, to two, what's the difference? Your job right now is to try to make it 4-3. Yeah, and right now it looks like Maris was just trying to kill a penalty. Sent back down into the Vikings zone. Turner for Barno. Got it out of the zone. and shot back in to offside. The Tars will tag up, and the Vikings will clear. They do have LaVallee kind of cherry-picking down at the Tars' blue line to see if they could sneak something through to him. And Tico got up over the line, taken away. Turner, another long lob trying to get uh, LaVallee loose. Spina will break it up under a minute to go here in the game. Marysville short-handed for another 40 seconds. Lavallee at center, trying to get loose. Gets the lead feed now from Van Hudigan. Here's Lavallee trying to throw one in front. It ended up off to the side of the net and is tied up by Moeller. Bowerson's misconduct is over. And now I think they're going to pull McKinney. Maybe he's, that's what, oh, no. He's come over to the bench asking. There's 44 seconds to go here in the game. Why not pull him yeah. at this point? Yeah. Or maybe they told him, well, now, now, yeah, Coach Evan West said, come over here, we'll get the extra attacker out. So the net empty for Marysville. They get a player back in 28 seconds. There's 44 seconds to go in the game. They're down two. Turner. Does job one. He wins the draw, but then it's given away and pushed back out center ice by Coyne. Bowerson ahead for Lavallee, back up over the line, in along the right wing board. Centering feed went behind Turner and is pushed back out to center. Half minute to go here in the game. Vikings get a man back in 10 seconds. Brada's got it in behind his own goal, though. He's going to fire it down the ice for the empty net and Miss icing that helps Marysville a little but it's got to happen fast here for the Vikings 19 seconds to go and in three seconds they get a man out of the box and it'll be an actual six against five advantage then
4: yeah I mean you you look at this game Marysville just could never really crack the code of Anchor Bay Uh, they're both goals the first one was a just a bad rebound that went right out in front the other one a five on three you're supposed to score on that offense just never seemed like they were on the same page today Turner won the draw, Van Hood
3: again, played it for Donaldson, and it got away from him and out to center. Vikings back at full strength, but they have just 10 seconds, and they're down two. Their net is empty. Out at center, Turner worked it to Donaldson. They're three on one to the net. Donaldson firing, and he shot it high. Missed the goal. We have a delayed penalty coming up here, but that doesn't matter. The buzzer sounds to end the game, and Anchor Bay has defeated Marysville by a final score of four. To two. And we'll be back and tell you about it in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials. Specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Nine eight two seventy forty four. 7044 DuraClean by Bachelor.
4: located
3: across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. 72185.
1: The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Shoot, now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
3: All right, let's uh, recap the scoring for this before we get uh, Brady's final thoughts. 4-2, Anchor Bay wins it. Marysville actually struck first today. Logan Palmateer at 8.03 of the first from Connor Coates and Stephen Tummins made it 1-0 Vikings. Tyler Hearn tied it in the second on a power play for Anchor Bay. Cooper Furtaw assisting at 7.33. So we were 1-1 going into the third period. Uh, Braden Steele scored the go-ahead goal 55 seconds into the third from Anthony Cruz and Jake Larabelle to make it 2-1 Anchor Bay. Larabelle tapped in a rebound of a Nathan Brada shot. Tommaso Antico also assisting at 10-17. That turned out to be the game winner. Made it 3-1 Tars. Just 42 seconds later though, Cruz scored in the goalmouth scramble from Steele and Vince uh, Maryhugh at 10.59 to make it four to one. Vikings got one back on a five-on-three power play. Nola La- uh, Lavalley scored from Minesburg and Moeller at 13.47 to make it four to two, but that would be your final. Uh, Anchor Bay outshot 12 12-7 in the third. 37 shots for the Tars. 23 for the Vikings, Marysville goes 1 for 3 on the power play, Anchor Bay goes 1 for 4 on the power play, and actually a low number of power plays in my opinion for what was a pretty chippy hockey game.
4: Yeah, and Marysville never really found their rhythm offensively, Anchor Bay took advantage of their mistakes, and that's why they came out on top, Marysville, I'm sure they'll bounce back, but not their best performance, just seems like everything, not a lot of tape-to-tape passes for the Vikings today. Tires back up over five hundred. They go to 4-3-1 and
3: one with the victory, and uh, Marysville has a, a five-game unbeaten streak and a four-game win streak snapped. They're 4-2-1. and one, Only losses which, to the year happened to Anchor Bay. Yeah, both their losses coming to the uh, Tires, who have actually outscored them 8-3 to three in two games, and as you mentioned, Tires have only scored four goals twice this season, the two times they've played Marysville, uh, which, again, surprises me because Marysville, I think, has the best goalie going. And the four goals today against McKinney, what are you going to do? Perfect shot by Hearn, perfect shot by Steele, um, a rebound on a two-on-one where you make the first save, and the final goal was just a crazy goal mouth scramble where five guys are hacking at the puck in front of you and one guy hacks it in. Yep. So that's the way this one went uh, today. Uh, I'm going to hit the road and go up to Croswell and do some boys basketball. 3.30 is when we'll get that one uh, started uh, today as the Pioneers will play host to uh, Carleton in a non-league boys uh, game. So 3.30 here on Stream 1 for boys basketball. So we're not done bringing you sports uh, today here on on Sports.com. Never done. And if you haven't yet, check out the Friday podcast um, because Brady and I had a fun show, and we did our top five for boys and girls
4: basketball. And, uh, and I was feisty yesterday,
3: you too. Were, so you're old, yeah,
4: you woke up on the wrong side of the bed yesterday. Mm-hmm. But hopefully you have a good game today up in Cross-Lex. They're, they're a very solid team. All right, so for Brady Beaton,
3: I'm Dennis Stuckey. Hope you enjoyed this morning's game. Again, the final score is the Anchor Bay Tars for the Marysville Vikings. You've been listening to high school hockey here on GetStuckOnSports.com.